0: Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back, everybody. Dave DeBoe here. And let me ask you a question. Have you ever struggled with your mindset? Have you ever found yourself overanalyzing things or maybe even screwing things up for yourself with a little bit of self-sabotage? Well, if you have, you're in good company. I've struggled with that. Lots of people, everybody struggles with that to one degree or the other. But our special guest today, zooming in all the way from beautiful Richmond, Virginia, is Philip Tai. And Philip is a very accomplished real estate entrepreneur. And he has really worked through some of these issues himself with some help from his friends. And today we're going to dive into Philip's kind of secret sauce, which is sharpening the mindset when it comes to real estate investing. So, Phil, welcome to the call.
1: Hey, thank you so much, Dave, for having me on the call.
0: Appreciate it. My pleasure. All right. So let's talk quickly about the Phil backstory. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what got you into real estate investing. And if we can just have the Coles Notes version of your journey so far, that would be awesome.
1: Of course. Uh, So just a quick snippet of my background. I come from an immigrant family, grew up in a group home. Uh, Fast forward, uh, went to college, didn't know what I wanted to do. So I joined the military, the Marine Corps. And um, fast forward a little bit future, uh, a little further ahead. I actually didn't explain this to you, Dave. So this is gonna be a surprise to you. I actually um, got caught uh, distribution and possession of a controlled substance. So I'm actually a, a convicted felon. So all the felons out there, um, you. Well, there, are... there you go. Oh. That
0: that is that that is a bombshell revelation. But you know what? Yeah. I I think everybody deserves second chances. So yeah, yeah man.
1: That's why I live in one of the greatest countries on the earth, the United States. Uh, there's always opportunity here. And And you don't really know until you actually go through these trials and tribulations through life. Um, So that was my first milestone of like negative mindset that I kind of came across. Um, But I kind of overcame that through the community of jujitsu. I do jujitsu in my off time. It's my one of my favorite things to do. I'm a black belt in jujitsu and I teach also as well. Um, So fast forward a little future. I got a, I got a, college degree in software engineering, got my first job paying pretty well. Um, And then I realized coming into work one day that I was going to be working for the same person or boss per se for the next 30 to 30 to 30, 40 years or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, I wasn't happy with that. And so I decided to do some Googling and found real estate as one of the um, examples of financial freedoms. And so one thing led to another, I joined a mentorship program that cost about $35,000, And then I just started my real estate investing journey that way. And, um, and next thing you know, what I was doing, fixing and flipping wholesaling, buying rentals, uh, commercial properties, uh, part of a partnership of a 41 units down in outer banks. And then now I'm doing lending. Um, so I've, I've been doing quite a bit, uh, during that whole time that I was, uh, uh, in real estate investing. So yeah, that's a little oh, bit of backstory. Well, I,
0: I, that is a very condensed version. You have packed <laughs> a yeah. lot into uh, your life so far, my friend. That's, that's ah. for sure. So was the whole felony conviction while you were in the Marines or after you got out of the Marines or is that why you had to get out of the Marines? How did yeah, that-
1: so I got I got kicked out of the Marine Corps. I was like, actually my last probably two months, maybe month left of my service until... I would have gotten that, you know, all clear green light to go do my own thing. But I look at that time um, as a blessing. Yeah. Uh, and I did get in hindsight
0: out. at the moment, yeah. maybe not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> um, and I had a lot of dark times um, coming from an immigrant background with the Asian culture. Um, we're not, quote unquote, well, allowed to fail. And, um, if you fail, it's like really like a hush, hush, just like really shameful experience. And, you know, there's a lot of guilt, shame and all the other dark emotions that kind of go about it. And, uh, put me in a dark hole. And so everybody around me couldn't relate. Right. And so I felt like I was alone. And, um, and so that, that's, that's how I got kicked out. And, but also later down the road, that's when the when the military charges hit the civilian charges. And that's when it kind of entered into my civilian record.
0: Right. So, yeah. yeah. Well, that is, that is a definitely a li life altering experience. I'm really glad mm. that, that that shook you up and woke you up and, and yeah. kind of set you on the right track along with martial arts. Yeah. Sort sure of the combination of those two was, was huge. And then the whole right. personal discipline side of things. You know, jujitsu is not fooling around. So, you know, <laughs> getting getting a black belt and and that is very very impressive. Um, so then walk walk me through what kind of because you don't you've done a lot in real estate in a pretty short period of time. It right. Doesn't sound like on the surface you had too many mental hiccups or challenges yeah. along the way, but you you actually did. You you said that you struggle ch- you struggled with analysis paralysis and yep. Kind of screwing things up for yourself, self sabotage as you're going along. So maybe explain to us how that came about, and then what did you do, or how did you overcome those situations, Mm -hmm. those mental challenges?
1: Yeah, most definitely. So the beginning of the um, my investment career, uh, just learning everything because you know when you start real estate, you're drinking from a fire hose more than anything.
0: Especially when you invest thirty five grand in one of these heavy duty programs. Yeah. man.
1: Yeah. And so, I mean, I would go to work um, my nine to five and then come back home and just study through the late night hours until midnight or go to a meetup event where I'm networking. And because I understood during this, you know, during this mentorship, they're telling you go network, your network is your net worth. And so, you know, I really took that like instructions with like, you know, like to heart. So I I did what they told me to do. And I mean, you're burning these like hours on end and people don't understand, like your family doesn't understand and everybody around you that don't understand. So, um, there is burnout. And so when I, when I have these moments of like burnout or over analysis situation, I actually, I don't look more deeply inside of myself. I actually go look out for a little bit to get motivation Mm -hmm. so I can get past this little, this little hiccup that I'm having. Um, is
0: is it, is, does it feel like, you're just overwhelmed with too much information all at once, and it's kind of like, "Ah, uh, what do I do with it or where do I go first, or what do I do first is Is that what you're feeling or was it something no
1: different? i was I was actually feeling the, the the information was there, but it was more like feeling of um like emotionally stressed there wasn't an outlet for me to like um kind of let let the steam kind of come off the the pot per se, right? Go punch um, and kick
0: somebody in jujitsu. <laughs> <rather. laughs> or get punched and kicked. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, th- there is a time and place where I, I did use a lot of jujitsu and I had time where I was feeling stressed and let that, let that thing go. But like, I, I think it's more like the burning out, like you're burning yeah. both ends of the candles, like really fast. And, um, and what uh, kind of how I got through that particular portion of my life was actually listening to Grant Cardone. Mm. He said this really cool, um, not really cool, but like this motivational speech is like, you're not a candle, you don't burn out. And that that's what really got me through those little dark nights because I like really embodied that. Mm. Um, I was having this story playing in my head that I'm feeling burnt out, like I don't want to do this, like this negative talk, right? Because everybody experiences negative talk. Um, I call that the bad roommate or the horrible roommate right and that lives inside your head
0: mm.
1: and uh uh later down the road is kind of how i fix that little mentality is having a partner a partner that was in the consciousness space for the last eight year working on his um his inner work stuff but i want to give a quick little like potential fix for that i i used to uh, i mean i still do that now i write down my stories that i come across my head but you have to be very conscious of like what comes across your head and be able to Mm -hmm. see what comes across your head in order for you to write it down and then you look at that particular uh that little, you know, sentence or statement that you wrote down and you kind of, you put real eyes on it. You're like, is that real or is that just something that, that my mind conjured up and if, if, if I
0: were reading this, that somebody else had written this down, yeah, what I call bullshit or not. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: So that's, that's a great, um, little exercise that I, um, that I do when, uh, when I, whenever I come across like a negative feedback that I'm having in my head, Yeah. um, And I think a lot of it too, as well, I've I've been able to journal, right? On the reflections of my day and my thoughts and how I'm feeling. I know that may not be, you know, as an entrepreneur, you don't quote unquote have time uh, to do all that, that stuff per se. But uh, I think it's very healthy because that inner development as a, as a a person and understanding yourself will help you exponentially in your deal-making skills. Yeah. Right
0: yeah interesting stuff phil so i'm i'm just curious because i've never been in the military yeah Uh, my father was a military guy a bit um and just what i've seen i I know folks who who have been in the military and a few of them were marines that is a heavy like your basic training is pretty heavy duty for for the average person so the the amount of mental and physical stress they put you through, yeah. to to try to break you and and to see, test your limits and show you how much further you can actually go than you think you can. Uh, have you looked back on that and applied that to your real estate investing and your entrepreneurial journey as well? Like like when you're feeling burnt out, the, the candles mm-hmm. burning at both ends, you kind of think back. Well, compared to basic training and to, to become a marine, this ain't that bad, or or anything like that because it's it's pretty. You, yeah. You've gone through some intense stuff in in your past.
1: Yeah. Um. Funny enough, I think uh, not to like talk bad about the training, but I I thought it was wasn't too hard, honestly speaking. Okay. Um. Because here's the thing, my my mom. I mean, we we grew up, you know, poor in a group home, and so, uh, my mom was a disciplinary individual. My parents were divorced, so my mom would would have this rigorous routine of telling us like when to clean how we clean like very strict military type lifestyle so i was already kind of used to that and the um, mom
0: had whipped you into shape already. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah she was a she was the disciplinary and um uh, i mean going to boot camp was pretty well it was easy for me i, I wasn't okay. like stressing over it basically um but i think I've always been like a workhorse. I've always wanted to work. i started working. When I was 16 and, uh, just continue to work since then. Cause I was like, really trying to be independent. Um, but I think the hardest thing that I've gone through is the mindset development. I think it was harder in through the way harder in the military because my partner, um, has helped me through that transition of life is getting over to the other side. I mean, mm-hmm. before speaking to you, before you even know me, uh, knew me, like I had like, uh, a speech problem. Like I couldn't really talk very well or communicate my words very well. I would stutter, stammer. And, uh,
0: you'd never know that listening to, you know,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: very well spoken.
1: It takes a lot of work, I would say. And not a lot of people will see that work. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, well, no, well done. And so with your personal development, like I can understand how you were feeling burnt out burning the candle both ends you're you're working all day long you're coming home having a bite to eat then you're hitting the books and you're studying till midnight then getting up the next day and doing that and networking and schmoozing all that stuff so you got the motivational rah-rah from Cardone which is great but for most people that doesn't last very long yeah and then they start feeling burnt out again Mm -hmm. um what so so you'd write down the stories that come across your head. Were, were there any other things that you did just to kind of enable yourself to buckle down and do the work that was needed?
1: Yeah, most definitely. Uh, so when I started my real estate investment journey, I had a very important reason on why I wanted to do it, hmm. but the more important reason why I wanted to do it was my why. And my why was that I wanted to become financially free by 35. I'm 33 right now. Mm-hmm. The reason why I want to become financially free by 35 is because I want to start a family mm-hmm. by 35. And so I had this, this goal, this, this why when I was 27. Uh, and so that's what pushed me through those tough situations in life right because I know growing up my family was not the most functional family I, I think a lot of people come from dysfunctional families because it's a very generational disease it's passed down by one family to another without you actually knowing it's dysfunctional because then a lot of trauma happens from it a lot of behaviors and you know Attitude, mindset issues come from your family, whether you know it or not. Uh, and so, a lot of people don't know why they do things the way they do it. So, uh, I mean, a good book about this is a uh, ACA Adult Children of Alcoholics slash Dysfunctional Families. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been going through some of that right now, and uh, going through a group of group of guys that we talk about our our childhood and how it relates to our personal adult life and where things show up, behaviors, your mannerisms, your attitude, your mindset, your ego. So when you understand where things come from, you can fundamentally change it within yourself.
0: No, that's that's very well said. And uh, not a bad idea to have that goal to become financially independent By the time you're 35, so that when you do have a family, you've got the time and energy to focus on doing things differently than than what your parents knew how to do. Right. So you're you're very aware of what not to do or what to what you could improve on. And you also understand that you're left to your natural tendencies. You would probably repeat a lot of the mistakes that your parents did. So you've been working on yourself there. Yeah. And the goal is to, hey, when I have a, it sounds like, sounds to me anyhow, like when yeah. I settle down, have a family, I'm going to take this super seriously. And I want to be able to focus most of my energy on that and not have to worry about paying the bills. Is, is exactly. my understanding? Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. No, that's, that's really smart, Phil. I know uh, the multi generational screw ups, I, I can look back at our, my own family. Yeah. And see that like my father's relationship with his father was terrible. He became Mm -hmm. an alcoholic. My dad did. Yeah. He got sober before I was born, but you know, that caused a lot of trauma, but the trauma his father had gone through as a kid passed on to my dad. So, you know, can't say I haven't screwed my kids up a bit, but I was very, (laughs) (laughs) I, I was very conscious of a lot of these things with my own kids. So I, I know that I made it and my, my brother as well. We both made concerted efforts mm-hmm. to use our father as a, an example of what not to do mm-hmm. in in many cases versus what to do. So yeah, hats off to you for, for recognizing that and, and making that a priority.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, what are we here for? Right. We're not here to really make money. That's just like a, I guess a, substitute of freedom for time right so yeah as soon as i get out of the way i want to do the things that fulfill me helping people and giving back to my children or just making them the best possible humans as i can so they can help other people too Mm -hmm. as well and um i don't i don't see why that shouldn't be everybody's goal if if they want it to be of course um so yeah i think that's what i'm here to shoot for
0: well, this got really deep real fast, my friend, and got yeah. off got off the real estate track, which is perfectly fine. <laughs> no, this this is good. So, hey Phil, if yeah. people would like to connect with you and get more Philip Ty, yeah, how can they do that? Where should they go? What should they do?
1: Yeah, Um, if you're if you can find me on Instagram at Philip H Ty uh, or TikTok, there's uh, Philip Ty or my YouTube channel Philip H Ty. Happy to. Talk to you guys, DM me, shoot me a message. Happy to help where I can.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you very much for being on the show. This has been a lot of fun.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much, Dave, for having me.
0: All right, everybody. Take care. We'll see you on the next one.